Welcome to part three of GearBrain's podcast on how to build a smart home. Hi, I'm Mark Westlake, founder of GearBrain. And in this episode, we're going to take a look at all the costs uh, of these devices and that can make your home smarter and really discuss a budget or how to come up with a budget uh, before you get started. But let's first look back at the uh, previous episodes. Uh, we talked about what you need to know before you started to go down this road of building a smart home. In our first episode, we covered all the different types of devices and wireless protocols like Zigbee and Z-Wave. And we helped you learn where to buy these devices and who can help you in a time of need in building a smart home. In our second episode, we talked about how you go about building a smart home if you live in an apartment or a rental property or you have an Airbnb property. We spoke all about the different types of products that you could consider as well as how much you should spend for these tiny and large dwellings that you either own or you rent. But in this episode, we're going to learn um, what you need to budget. All right. How much does this all cost? All right. When when you look at your smart home devices, uh, you know, you're going to see how the price tag can add up pretty quickly. Sometimes you can get pretty overwhelmed on how much you can spend on these smart connected devices. But I'm going to walk you through some of the products and steps to consider as well as the cost for each. Whether it be $100 or a $10,000 budget, I will give you some suggestions on where to start in this podcast and help you understand the products and systems to consider no matter how much you want to spend. So let's get started. All right. How much should the cost to turn an average house into a smart home be? Most people's idea of a smart home is just adding a smart speaker or a smart hub, which can control the basic devices like your smart lights or plugs and perhaps a door lock and a security camera. But what if you want to make the entire home smarter? It's more than just a few devices. We're talking about replacing every regular bulb with a smart bulb or swapping out your door locks for smart ones or fitting motorized window blinds on each of your windows and making your garden even smarter or more intelligent. The short answer is that no matter how, how much you want to spend, this can be a pretty ambitious project. Even if you live in a small apartment, you could run, you know, it could cost you up to $1,000 by just replacing every bulb in the place and introducing, you know, new types of mood lighting with light strips. Uh, you know, it can be very expensive and, and it can get very expensive pretty quickly. But if you opt to spend only a few bucks, you can spend on on smart bulbs and and still get the same effect of a smart home uh but at a lower cost so the first thing you have to decide as you come up with your budget is to understand the size of your home you know do you know that uh, we've we did a so we found a survey uh a research by survey of construction uh that you know the average build home across the country is a three-bedroom two-bath property all right. And we've created a lot of articles, you know, to help you understand that, OK, if you had a three bedroom or a four bedroom or a big house or a small house, you know, or apartment or rental properties, we help you kind of figure out what to spend. But I think for this podcast, we're going to help you learn how to make your smarter at home smarter on any type of budget and the types of devices you can add to the bedroom, living room, kitchen, dining room, den, garden, maybe even your your garage. All right. So. What is that first you know, device you need to start with at your home? The item we recommend you buy first is a controller. As we mentioned in our first episode about smart home systems, 
you need to determine how do you plan to control all your devices, whether it be through an app, a, a hub, or your voice. You need to make this choice first. If you plan to use a smart home hub or a smart speaker as your hub, you'll find these devices can be surprisingly cheap, or you can get it to be very expensive. But this is the first device you need to determine when getting started on building your smart home. Years ago, a standalone hub would cost you about 70 to 100 bucks. Hubs by Samsung SmartThings or Wink, you know, cost on the low end. Today, though, these hubs come in all shapes and sizes. Besides these standalone hubs, did you know you could use your smart TV as a hub? All right, Samsung smart TVs can act like a hub because they have Samsung SmartThings platform built in along with the other voice assistant platforms like Google Assistant and Amazon Alexa, period. You can even use a streaming media device like a Fire TV Stick or a Google Chromecast if you don't want, uh, have, if you don't have a smart TV, and you could use that as your hub. Uh, you could also use your home's alarm systems hub or controller as your hub. If they have a good ecosystem of compatible devices for your for you to choose from, then yeah, that's something you can you should consider. All right, some smart home security systems like ADT, Vivint, and and even Simply Safe have hubs that you can connect with uh, that can connect with all your devices using Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, Zigbee, Z-Wave. Just find out that wireless protocol your system is using, and you'll be able to create a setup that gives you a hub. That can be the central controller for all your smart devices and not just your security system. You can also elect to use your smart speaker or display as a hub of your home. Uh, these are the speakers are, are, are reasonably priced by Amazon and Google and can act as a hub. Some have actually Zigbee built into it. All right. Uh, but the nice thing about using your smart speaker as a hub is you could use voice commands uh, to control your devices. Um, also, you can install these smart speakers across your house and allow the system to hear you no matter where you are in the house. They can also be set up as an intercom system and play music throughout your house. So it's something to consider. All right. But now, given, you know, we're trying to help you budget for turning your house into a smart one. If you go, if you were to go the route of using your smart speakers as the hub, you could save some money depending on the type of smart speakers you get. All right. So a smart speaker, you can put a smart speaker in each room of your home, including the den, the kitchen and, and the dining room, let's say. And these devices could cost as low as 30 bucks or 250 bucks. The lower price ones are the smart speakers like a, a Nest Mini or a Google Dot. Uh, you can get these things really cheap during the holiday time because they're always running specials. It could cost you like 20 or 30 bucks or no more than 50 bucks for each speaker. And if you go the high price route, you're going to end up you know, with these new smart displays paying anywhere between 100 to 250 bucks. And if you're an Apple Home and you want to use an HomePod, Apple HomePod, uh, smart speaker uh, as your hub, all right, along with your Apple TV, let's say, uh, they're not cheap. Apple's very expensive. Uh, so it's something for you to consider. But no matter what size speaker you go with and the number of rooms in your house, you know, you're going to spend on the low end about a hundred bucks, you know, let's say with two, two dots, uh, echo dots in a bedroom and a kitchen uh, if you want, or you can go nuts and put Two Echo Dots in the bedroom, each bedroom. You can put an Echo 
smart speaker. The new one is a hundred bucks. Uh, you can put that in the den and an echo show in the kitchen. Uh, and all of a sudden now you're at a budget of on a three bedroom home, you're at a budget of over $500. So you can see in how this can start. And we haven't even added devices yet. So you can see how this adds up pretty well. So I would revise though, if you go down with the smart speaker as your hub, you know, I would advise picking one platform to build on. It just makes it easier so that you're not going into rooms saying, you know, uh, one, one wake up call for like, let's say, Hey, go, Hey, Google, you know, turn on my lights. And that room is actually being controlled by an Amazon uh, Echo device. So, you know, though, you know, it's nice that these smart speakers all work on voice, on, on voice commands and it's your voice. So it's pretty much compatible. And they're also, a lot of them are compatible with many of the same devices. In the long run, it's just going to be a lot easier for you to control and do automations to get notifications if you're on one system. So something to think about. All right. So once you figure out what your hub or controller is going to be and what you're going to go with, you can start to look at other smart devices for your home. One of the most obvious smart devices to add to your home is smart lights. This is where things can get a little tricky and could get expensive too. Smart lights or smart bulbs can either be, you know, very expensive. If you're just putting a light bulb, you know, but if you have a lot of lights in your home, uh, you know, you could run up a pretty big bill. So for instance, let's say you had an eight room home and 47 light bulbs in the ceiling and everything at $30 a smart bulb, your bill is going to be over $1,400 just for the smart lights. So you need to decide, should you go with smart lights or in a case like this, smart switches? You know, dimmer switches can make can help make your room, uh, especially with recessed lighting and chandelier, smart for a lot less money than adding smart lights. All right. And, you know, you got to look at your property and based on the number of lights and switches you have in each room, it'll kind of dictate the path you'll need to take uh, to get the, you know, to get smart lights. Once you figure out the smart lights, the next uh, device you should consider is smart locks. Now, these are, are, are essential security devices for your home. And normally, you only need to purchase two smart locks for your home, one for the front door and one for the back. Now, depending on if you want to add smart locks to other doors in your home, you know, you got to keep in mind, this could it definitely increase your budget. But with smart locks, the one thing I would say is I'm a big, big believer of finding smart locks that work with your home security system. Now, this is just my preference. Other people might not you know, agree, but the reason I, I like this I, and I wanted to work with my home security system is I want my doors to lock when I arm the system and I want the locks to unarm uh, you know, or unlock when I disarm the system. You know, this assures me that my home is secure when I need it to be secure. Uh, you know, but I get it. Not everybody has a home security system or wants this, but it's something for you to consider. All right. The cost of smart locks varies depending on the type of smart lock you're looking for uh, for your home. You can get smart locks that work with your home security system and you can get ones that are easy to install and only require you to change half of your existing deadbolt lock. Uh, one of our favorite ones like that is August Smart Lock Pro 2. It costs around $280, and it comes with a sensor, too, for letting you know when the doors are jarred and just not unlocked. And you can program the lock to unlock automatically when you approach it by using your smartphone, and you can control it remotely if it has an August Connect. Uh, August Smart Lock Pro 2 does come with um you're uh, with an August connect and, and that's a, it's like a Wi-Fi extender plug. It gets connected. Uh, it connects your door lock to your home Wi-Fi system uh, to provide remote access, no matter where you are. 
um, and it helps you and it, and it's nice uh, because it also allows the lock to work across multiple wireless protocols like Z-Wave and, and Wi-Fi. Um, and it's also compatible with a lot of smart home security systems. So that's one of the reasons like we like August, but that's just one of many smart locks you could do. For budgeting purposes, depending on the type of smart lock you're looking to uh, looking for, you could spend as little, little as $80 and as high as $800. The cost of a smart lock will depend on the lock's color and finish, as well as its design and functionality. Some smart locks come with keypads or touch screens. Others come with a keyhole and smart functioning uh, functionality that is done with touch, let's say, like biometric. And others come with all of these and a keyhole. Uh, the biometric locks, we kind of like. You can just use your finger to unlock. Uh, Lockly is one of the leaders in, in bio, uh, biometric locks. Um, and then there's also ones like Level Home, uh, Level Lock, uh, the, that, or it's actually called Level Bolt. Uh, it's a lock that you could just change the guts of your existing deadbolt lock. And no matter which lock you go with, you know, you know, have as long as a deadbolt lock, you could just, you know, turns it into a smart lock. So at the end of the day, no matter which smart lock you go with, we just recommend that you use a smart lock that's compatible with your controller. This will make automations easier for you and your family. All right. The next smart device up is for you to consider is a video doorbell. Uh, these devices look like a regular doorbell or a buzzer, but comes with a camera, speaker, microphone, and you can see and talk to whoever's ever at your front door or back door, depending on where you have it. These devices connect with your home Wi-Fi and can ping your smartphone when someone comes to your door. The cost of these devices can range from $100 to $250. And some of the companies to consider who make good video doorbells are Ring, Google Nest, Arlo, as well as some of your smart home security systems. You know, a lot of smart home security systems like Viv and ADT come with their own video doorbell. And just like smart locks, you're going to want this video doorbell to be compatible with your home security system as well as the controller. Uh, the reason is it's just going to make things easier for you to operate and control your video doorbell. Also, by having a video doorbell compatible with your controller and or smart locks, you'll be able to not only speak and see your visitors, but you'll be able to unlock the door from the same screen on your smartphone or smart speaker. You know, this is a nice feature that everybody should consider to have, um, you know, with a video doorbell. Uh, but remember, it only works if your devices are compatible. Uh, so now that we've covered controllers and smart lights and speakers and locks and video doorbells, next up is smart plugs. Now, smart plugs are simple and affordable, and, and they can take dumb devices and make them smarter. You can plug a heater into one and set up automations for it to go on and off at specific times of the day or when, or when the temperature goes down. You can control other appliances like fans, coffee makers, air conditioning units, dehumidifier, lamps. You know, smart plugs, you know, are good little inexpensive devices. You can get one for, you know, as low as five dollars uh, and they come in two packs and four packs. So if you want to add a lot, uh, it's really easy. Brands like TP-Link and Belkin Wemo make good smart plugs, but they might be a little bit more expensive. And the reason they're a little bit more expensive is because they're designed uh, to allow the smart plug to cover only, you know, one of your outlets in your home and are compatible across many wireless protocols. So the more expensive smart plugs can run 
around twenty to thirty dollars, but they're good for homes when you're renting or you can't put a smart switch on the wall. Smart plugs are good also for vacation homes and could help you monitor your energy usage. So, uh, putting these in your home is a good option, especially if you have a lot of lamps and appliances you want to control. All right, next up is the most expensive uh, device to add to your home when budgeting and to keep in mind, and that's motorized blinds. All right. Uh, this is going to be a very, very expensive process because, you know, the prices start around 300 uh, and go up uh, uh, and it's 300 to 500 dollars a window. Uh, and depending on the size of your of your window and the type of fabric you want uh, to use, it could get very, very expensive. Companies like Lutron and Hunter Douglas offer controllers uh, for your window blinds. Um, the nice thing is they all work with their smart speakers as well as some of the hubs like SmartThings and Wink, as we mentioned. Um, uh, but for the more advanced smart home builder, you know, you could actually get blinds, uh, some of these smart blinds to work with if this, then that. All right. Uh, this is you can build uh, this platform. You can build custom automations uh, for your smart blinds, um, but you'll need a controller. And Lutron Smart Bridge is one of the uh, smart blind controllers. Costs around eight dollars a bridge, um, but the company does sell um, you know starter kits that start around two hundred fifty bucks. That comes with switches and, and a kit. All right. Uh, so for budgeting. Um, if you had a house of 18 windows and you were going to add Lutron Cassetta smart switch kit and switches, you're going to spend about six or $7,000 on motorized brides. So you can see this can run pretty, pretty high. Um, but the nice thing about this is, you know, these, you could set up a lot of automations that can help you save money. So there is a trade-off for spending all this money. Like you could set it up where it works with your smart thermostats so that the blinds open and close based on the weather in your area uh, to help, you know, save money on your heating and cooling bill. Something to think about. All right. But there are cheaper options out there for you to consider. There is an option by Soma, which comes with a retrofit motor that can fit on the wall next to your window and can pull on the chain to open and close the blinds through smart automations. They cost about 150 bucks and are compatible with Amazon, uh, Alexa, and Apple Home uh, uh, Kit devices. Uh, IKEA also has a, a, an option. Um, they have a motorized smart window blinds that costs around $129. So depending on the route you're going, yeah, you, it could be very, very expensive, and it could be very, very small. You know, it depends on, on what you want to do. Uh, so next up is a smart thermostat. Now, this smart, uh, smart thermostats are another device designed to help you save money on your heating and cooling bill. Uh, they are able to do this because they learn your temperature habits uh, and they pretty much know the room, which rooms are the priority to heat and cool. Um, you know, compared to lights and blinds, the smart thermostat is a pretty affordable device. And one that you could save your money on your energy bill every month, depending on how you set it up. The cost of smart thermostats range as low as $130 to over $300. And companies that make good ones are Google Nest uh, with their Nest Learning thermostat, which costs around $250. Ecobee smart thermostats are good. They're also around $250. Uh, and then Honeywell, longtime manufacturer of thermostats and heating and cooling systems. They have a few smart thermostat options for you to consider that cost around $170 up to $250. But we do like their T9 smart thermostat because it comes with a room sensor, and which helps it learn to direct the heat and cooling to the room it's installed. So if you have a large home with zone heating uh, and cooling system, 
keep in mind you're going to need to add a ther smart thermostats to each zone. So you know you could see turning your home into a smart home with adding smart thermostats, and you're going to need one in each room could run you pretty high, right? Uh, but the other thing you got to make sure with smart thermostats is that you have the right co uh, correct wiring. Uh, behind the walls. Many smart thermostats require a C-wire. This is the wire that powers the th smart thermostat. If you don't have a C-wire, no worries. You can get, you know, smart thermostats are bad, pa battery powered and can work with only two wires, or you can get a C-wire power adapter that works with your smart thermostat. Both options will increase your budget though. So it's something for you to keep in, uh, in mind, especially because you're going to need these uh, power adapters. So now we've talked about smart devices and controllers. Let's let's think about uh, and talk about home security because that should be part of your budget. You know, as I mentioned before, if you're using the control of your smart home security system, the hub, then you're halfway there in understanding how much your budget's going to be for securing your smart home. But if you don't have a home security system, you're considering getting one. You have a couple of options. You can get a professionally installed, monitored. Uh, system, or you can get a do-it-yourself install system, or you can get, and, and this is uh, professionally installed the monitor system or systems like ADT and Vivin. Uh, the professionally monitored but do-it-yourself installed are companies like ADT and Simpl uh, Blue by ADT, Abode, or Simply Safe, or you can go totally DIY uh, and get just a security camera and a few door sensors uh, to secure your home, but you're the one who's going to get uh, notified when something happens. So as we did with determining a hub, you need to decide if you want to install a system yourself or do you want to hire someone to install it. It's up to you. You can do either one. Uh, and you also need to decide, do you want 24-7 monitoring? And if you do, do you want it for the full month or just a couple of days or a week during the month? The cost of these systems will all will vary greatly. Uh, the professionally installed the monitor systems do come with monthly fees and sometimes a contract, all right? Um, and you can finance the sensors and the devices that you buy uh, through a monthly fee. Uh, these systems, the monthly fees could range from 300 to as high as 100, 200, depending on what you're financing, all right? And then the devices you want to add, right? Your do-it-yourself installed and, uh, and monitoring systems are your least expensive options. You know, if you could just buy a hub, you know, if you if you had a hub and a few door uh, and window sensors, it's going to be relatively cheap. All right? It could be less than hundred bucks. All right, um, but if you want, and you can buy starter kits too. But what's going to drive up your smart home security system uh, is the uh, not only the professional monitoring, but the video storage, especially if you have cameras. All right. Cameras can get very expensive depending on the type of cameras. You can put them inside or outside. You can put them in your garage, you know. Um, you know, same like a doorbell, you know, you're going to have to understand all these different nuances when it comes to, you know, the cameras. Uh, but one of the things we would say is, um, you know, with video door, you know, if you're adding video and everything, make sure everything connects uh, so that the systems can control all your cameras, all your devices. It just makes everything easier for you. Um, you know, uh, Video storage, depending on the type, could go cost you as low as a three dollars a month to as high as thirty dollars per month per camera. That's the thing is you got to look at these costs to see what they're doing. So if you're looking to get a good security camera to be used at DIY, you know, with lot, some of them do come with twenty-four hour rolling video storage. Uh, you can get ones as low as three hundred bucks or as high as two hundred and fifty bucks. What's going to drive up the cost of your camera besides the video resolution? 
will be night does the camera have night vision or you know motion customized motion detection or how large is its field of view and does it have two-way uh, talk capabilities so now we've covered the inside of the home now let's take a look on the outside of your home there are several types of devices that you could add to your home to make it smarter you can add smart irrigation systems like smart uh sprinkler controllers to help water water your plants uh, these devices are, are, you know, work off your hyper-local weather forecast to deliver the right amount of money or the right amount of water each day, uh, can skip days. So it really helps save you money on your water bill. Uh, but it also can learn the vegetation and everything to know when. Uh, they cost around 100 bucks to 200 bucks depending on the number of zones your sprinkler has and if you want to add sensor to them. And, and companies to look at it, Orbit has Beehive Line. The sprinkler systems are pretty good. Ratio, Blossom. Uh, you can learn more about these on GearBrain. We have a whole article about smart irrigation systems. Other devices you can add are smart garage controllers. If you have an attached garage or, or, or unattached garage, uh, you can add these uh, to uh, uh, your system. Um, they act in tandem with your home security system. Many are, are compatible with smart speakers. You just have to check to see if your existing garage door opener is compatible. If it's not, you're going to want to add a smart garage door controller. But, uh, but you know, let's say, you know, and we would recommend the MyQ by J uh, Chamberlain. MyQ is the device that you would use to turn an existing compatible garage door opener into a smart one. It's around 30 or 50 bucks. And, uh, but if you want a new garage door opener that could tie in, you can buy, buy Chamberlain or LiftMaster smart garage door openers that have MyQ built in. And it will give you all the security Tech, uh, uh, and connectivity you need. Uh, it costs around 300 bucks to 600 bucks, depending on the model. So let's recap. All right. We talked about controllers, smart speakers, smart plugs, lighting, locks, doorbells, motorized window blinds, smart thermostats, security systems, DIY systems, garden, uh, you know, uh, devices, which can make smart irrigation systems. Uh, all these can, as you can see, you can now add, if you want to start adding in things like, you know, smart appliances, like a refrigerator and robot cleaners and, and, and even connected dishwashers and washers and dryers, you know, um, this can go all get pretty, pretty, pretty expensive. And, you know, uh, the appliance is kind of interesting. The nice thing about having a Wi-Fi appliance is, you know, no longer with the repairman does he have to come over and charge you for your fee to look at the appliance. If it's Wi-Fi connected, he could see what's wrong with it or the appliance could tell you when it's starting to go. And and then you could solve everything a lot faster uh, and you could do things to help prevent it from breaking down. So other devices that you can consider if you're going to build a budget, you know, is depending on if you're not using your TV or hub as a smart television and connected speaker system, you know, you can just got to decide. So overall, what we've learned is you could spend as little as a hundred bucks or thousands of dollars turning your apartment or home into a smart home. Uh, we recommend you start off with the right foot and determine what you want your smart home to be and to do. Smart homes are designed to make your life easier. They can help you save money. They can help you keep you safe and sound, but it all is going to come at a cost. Luckily, you can decide on the budget for your smart home. So I hope this was helpful. You can always visit gearbrain.com to learn more about uh, building your smart home. You could also visit the GearBrain, uh, which is our compatibility fine engine, which is designed to help you find these devices, as well as find devices that are compatible with your existing smart devices in your home.
Uh, the GearBrain is free and easy to use and can make building your smart home simpler too. So next episode, it will be about smart hubs. We will help you understand all the different types of controllers that you could use in your home. Uh, whether you want to use your home security system or a smart TV or an independent controller, we'll do a deep dive into helping you find the right smart home for your uh, right smart home hub for your smart home. So I hope this was helpful. Until then, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you soon.